Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun. So winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. From Autosport.com and Autosport Magazine, I'm Martin Lee, and this is the Autosport Podcast. Rally driver and Hoonigan founder Ken Block passed away yesterday following a snowmobile accident in Utah. He was 55 years old and most famous for his YouTube series of daring stunt videos, which have been watched over 650 million times. His Hoonigan Racing Division described him as a visionary, a pioneer, and an icon, and most importantly, a father and a husband who will be terribly missed. Today, we'll look back at a life lived at full speed. We'll hear from his friends, Petter and Oliver Solberg. We'll explain how he entered the world of motorsport and look at the legacy he leaves behind. Let's get up to speed with our rally man, Tom Howard. Hey, Tom, uh, welcome back to the podcast under... Well, not great circumstances today, but important that we pay tribute to a, a great figure in motorsport today. It's a sad day today, actually. It's um, I'm sort I sort of feel a little bit like uh, when I felt when I heard Colin McRae died in 2007. It's that sort of feeling of like you think these guys are invincible, but but they're but they're not, you know. And it's just um, yeah, it's a it's only right that we we should pay tribute to, to Ken. He may not have been like, sort of the most successful, being a world champion or sporting mm. results, but his legacy and what he did for rallying it was huge and, and probably outweighs 
winning world titles in, in some respect. Whenever we follow a, a, a hero, a figure in motorsport as well, when somebody either passes away or injures them, themselves doing the sport that we love to watch them for versus something else. And it's the same with you know Michael Schumacher's accident or Colin McRae with his helicopter. And, and now we find uh, today we're talking about Ken Block, another sad circumstance to talk about a, a great sports person who we love, doing something he loved, but not actually the sport because motorsport is dangerous. Now, many famous athletes reach the end of their career. Then they transition to being you know, entrepreneur, a business owner, etc. But Ken did it the other way, founder of multiple brands in the skate and snowboard world. Uh, he grew up loving uh, the mountains and spending time on snowboards and getting into skate culture as well. And uh, famously founded DC Shoes. But he had a lifelong love of motorsport, would be on motocross bikes and dirt bikes from his early teenage years. But later in life, in his mid-30s, just... He happened to take a, a couple of days lesson at a rally school as something that he thought would be fun to do in 2004. And in that moment, the rally bug bit him. He began his quest to be the best he could be, competing in 2005 in Rally America, winning Rookie of the Year. He'd have stints in WRC, Global Rally Cross. He would win medals at the X Games, where he would finally get to race against his longtime hero, Colin McRae. You know, remember back in the day as well, WRC wasn't carried in terms of media coverage in, in America the way it is now. So Ken would spend his younger years hunting down VHS tapes and sit and watch them for hours of his hero, Colin McRae, uh, on those rally stages. He'd have partnerships with Monster, Ford, Subaru, and most recently Audi with his electric Hoonatron. Well, Tom, it is a, a cliche that you hear all the time when tributes have been pouring in, as they say. But, you know, today they really have, from all corners of motorsport, people either knew Ken or were touched by his ability to take motorsport, particularly with younger audiences as well, into places that it hadn't been before. Who are some of the people that have been paying their respects today? It's been quite incredible, actually, just to see uh, just how far and how widely received he, he was as a, as a driver. Firstly, I think we should probably obviously touch on the rally community because they've perhaps been sort of the hardest hit by by this this news. Obviously, m- many of the the sports top level drivers have been uh, posting their tributes on social media today. Uh, I, w- I would like to start with Sebastian Ogier, actually. I mean, an eight time world champion, so one of the best that's ever been. And uh, he said uh, Ken was a visionary, so passionate and inspiring. He knew like no other to combine motorsport and a big show. And I think that really says, that sums up uh, Ken Block pretty well. Like, and a, and a supreme ultimate showman. Yeah, someone who had an in- impressive car control and was able to sort of compete at the highest level. And for someone like Sebastian Ogier to, to say that says, says it all, you know, an eight-time world champion. His uh, contemporary, Sebastian Loeb, is actually competing on the Dakar at the moment, but he still li- he managed to put a tweet out that just said, RIP legend. And if you've got Loeb calling you a legend, that is quite some uh, something to... Uh, to aspire to because Loeb is perhaps the ultimate rally driver with nine world titles but but yeah there's, there was countless tributes across uh, across the board I'd like to actually read one from Gus Greensmith actually the former M Sport driver it's actually quite a, a nice uh, little little post this he says the impact this man has left on motor, on the motorsport world will resonate for generations to come a visionary and a pioneer of all things hooning there was only one Ken Block. I think that's that's a pretty nice sentiment from Gus Greensmith there. Uh, what Ken has done for shining a light on 
the rally world perhaps is uh, unlike anything we'll, we'll see again. He's, he managed to sort of combine this this ultimate showmanship and with his stunt videos that also inspired a generation of rally drivers. And he came to rallying later in life as well when he was 34 years old. Of course, this year has been, or last year, 2022, has been the story of Cali Rovenpera, uh, the youngest world champion, someone who grew up in rally cars. But Ken didn't. I mean, he grew up with outdoor sports, with skating and snowboarding and dirt cross bikes, as I, as I mentioned. And he, he credits that as, as well, he started to drive rally cars. He said he was getting a little bit older. The idea of a cage around him appealed. He talks about how growing up as a 12-year-old on dirt bikes and and you have to find different lines on the dirt and you find the grip where the dirt is and, and when he started to enter rallying, particularly when there were when there were dirt stages, the competitors would insist that his car was torn down to the last nut and bolt to try and find secret traction control systems. And like when he'd go and absolutely beast the competition as someone who's just entered rallying, he's not a professional rally driver at this stage. He's funding it himself. There's no sponsorship. The monster sponsorship hasn't arrived. He's done well for himself in business and he's funding his own way in the sport, just paying for his drives. And his competitors would be like, well, he's obviously cheating. <laughs> he must be cheating. He, he can't be this good. But he was that good and he, he made such a, a, another career another career uh, out of entering uh, motorsport who else has been commenting uh, today that's yeah, worth yeah I just going to say like, uh, obviously that's the, the rally world that you know pretty much sums up you expect that but um, you know he really did sort of impact the wider motorsport sort of fraternity if you will uh, Jensen Button obviously the 2009 Formula 1 world champion was was pretty quick to, to put his tribute out there he, he literally said in shock at the passing of Ken Block, such a talent that did so much for our sport. He was a true visionary with his own unique style and infectious smile. Our sport lost one of the best today, but more importantly, a great man. I think that there you are. That sums it up. A Jensen Button, a Formula One world champion, uh, has put that out there today. It just sort of sums up just how uh, how much of an impact Ken Block had. Even you know, even current day Formula One drivers, Esteban Ocon. He said, uh, we lost a legend of our sport today. Thank you, Ken, for sharing racing passion the way you did. And it just goes to show that it's not just, uh, you know, the rally world. It was, you know, single-seater racing really took heart to what Ken did. And not just the, you know, the elder statesman now, as we, we see Jensen Button, obviously he's a veteran of our sport now and retired. But even the young guns like Esteban Ocon, who's still in there, are still watching Ken with these videos and being inspired by him. So it just sort of shows just the sort of breadth that, that Ken Block was able to reach with, with some of his, you know, action videos and his, uh, his work in rallycross and, and world rallying. He certainly had a bigger presence in the UK when he appeared because he'd been on Top Gear in the past. But when Top Gear was rebooted and Matt LeBlanc joined the show and, and Top Gear was very much on the front pages of the newspapers and Ken Block joined to drive Matt LeBlanc around central London. They closed off the streets. There was a lot of press controversy because they'd done some donuts near the, the Cenotaph and the BBC had said, look, there was no disrespect um, meant. And people couldn't understand. They just thought it was just some sort of silly stunt of like burn doing donuts near near the cenotaph and that's obviously not what the, the the point of it was it was introducing a uk audience to this this incredible motorsport talent before we get your thoughts tom on 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 his rally career uh, a final word on another tribute that's that's come in today 
Yeah, IndyCar driver J.R. Hildebrand. I really like this this uh, tribute. It was quite poignant, I thought. Um, J.R. wrote, uh, Ken showed us that the most incredible things happen when you do it your own way. For me, the most inspiring thinker and doer of this generation across automotive, motorsport and media. Iconoclastic in every sense. Today, we lost the legend. I think that also is a very poignant tribute and it sums up just, just the impact Ken Block had. And that... Uh, it's not just about his stunts and what he was able to do with the car in rally and rally cross, his car control, but it's his 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 brain and being able to communicate this cool sport to a wider audience and get you know the shine shine that light on you know rallying and that side of things. You know, he even created his own genre in a way with the Jim Carner that is now sort of a sport in itself. So I think that sort of just shows that he combines that entrepreneur side mm. of Ken Block with the the ability and the motorsport side and you've got a marketing genius and I think that's probably perhaps a little bit overlooked like obviously the stunts are what everyone's going to remember but putting that out there and getting the numbers that he got is probably perhaps his legacy in, in in a way, I think. Yeah, Ken has talked about how he watches the videos back of his rally driving and notices how close he would get to a wall or the edge of the road. And he says he, he doesn't remember it at the time because that's rally driving and, and he's so focused on the drive. But also all of those skills, those handbrake turns, those going into a hairpin and the car control of how do I get a car around this car corner as quick as possible, all of that is just what you do when you are trying to win a rally and yet he was able to and sometimes you know going sideways isn't the quickest way to do it but he was able to take all of those skills and make them into a show which did engage millions hundreds of millions of younger fans and really take the world of motorsport in that form in so many new places look as our rally man tell us about when you kind of noticed ken appearing on the scene I think for me, it's actually, we've we've already uh, highlighted it. it, was the X Games where he was actually going up against Colin McRae because I was a massive Colin McRae fan growing up. And in 2006, uh, him, Travis Pastrana and Ken Block were the top three in the X Games 2006. Ken, Ken was third, Colin was second and, and Travis won. But it, I think it was then when I first came across the name, I thought, well, who is this guy? Because I hadn't come across him before. Uh, but I think then from then onwards, he sort of increasingly became more and more popular as we, you know, saw the Jim Carner videos. And, and for me, from a personal point of view, uh, Jim Carner 3 uses the same spec Ford Fiesta in terms of the model, which I currently own as a road car. And I think I sort of had a bit of an attachment to it through that. Yes, my car is not not souped up to the max <laughs> like Ken's, but it's the same 2010 model Fiesta that I still drive today and I love it. Like it's one of it's, it's, so I think partly maybe that was in my subconscious maybe maybe I saw that video and thought oh I wouldn't mind one of those fiestas <laughs> um, so yeah there's there's a sort of attachment to it and of course yeah his appearances on Top Gear uh, certainly sort of resonated with myself as well so I think for me that's where I first came across him and then sort of started to follow his career in WRC and then later into uh, to World Rallycross and uh, it must be said only last year. Uh, Ken finished runner-up in the American Rally Championship, the national championship. So he still was competing at that, you know, a top top level and being successful right up until the end of last year. Earlier on, you spoke to two people you wanted to put a call into straight away, and you decided to call Petter and Oliver Solberg. They're at home at the moment together. Just wondering why you chose to give them a call this morning. I think uh, Petter and Oliver 
was quite a nice. Uh, I, I thought it was a good idea because both of them have been sort of heavily involved in in Ken Block's career, and Ken's sort of been you know involved in in Oliver's career to some to some extent. They both uh, are part of, sort of part of the Monster Energy family, so they've been sort of uh, intrinsically sort of together in in some respects. Petter would have competed against Ken in the WRC and in the FI World Rallycross Championship, so um, he has a lot to say about Ken in, and as a racer and and how good a driver he is. Whereas uh, Oliver was perhaps inspired uh, as much by his own father as he was with, with Ken Block and the Jim Carner videos. And Oliver even starred in Jim Carner 10 in Sweden. Um, Ken actually spent some time with the Solbergs at their sort of little ranch in Sweden where, uh, so while filming that, <laughs> that Jim Carner 10. So um, those, they have a lot to, I thought those two were quite a good two to pick because it covers sort of the, the younger and the, the older generation is just the impact that, that Ken had on, on those guys really. So yeah, they spoke really well about uh, about Ken, so it was uh, it was good to good to talk to them too about about Mr. Block. Yeah, we're very grateful that uh, they let us uh, give them a call for the podcast today. You began by asking Petter about that moment when uh, Ken came over to uh, to the uh, the family base, as it were, and you began by asking about his favourite memories of Ken. Yeah, you know, we have so so many memories together, especially with the Jim Carnegie with the that he was uh, he started basically together with Monster and. I think the, maybe the one of the best memories was when he when they stayed in my workshop with the cars and they did testing in Sweden. We could help them a little bit, and when Oliver met, met him the first time, and Oliver was uh, so shy, you know, and and uh, his big hero, you know, and this is his personality that creates, you know, why people love him, you know, that he is very good with people and uh, respectful. He did so much for the sports that maybe the, the, the sports didn't use him enough, you know, for what he was capable of, you know. The professionalism of his marketing people and everything and and how how he did things, you know, it's something that it's hard to be- describe, you know. And like I think he was thinking, you know, it's not about the money all the time. It's all about the vision and, and dreams uh, and then everything else will be sorted out itself after, you know, for... for uh, for doing things, so uh, he has done it for many years now, and he has created uh, lots of friendships and and uh, lots different level of marketing that people can only dream of. You know, a very sad day today, and uh, we've seen the, the massive outpouring on social media from all sorts of motorsport stars. Just goes to show what a legend uh, Ken was. Just uh, talk us through your thoughts. Obviously, I know it's a very sad, sad point at this moment. I lost too many friends, or in in trouble uh, over the years. So you know. It's, it's not uh, something you want to get used to, you know. It's uh, with Richard Burns, Colin McRae, and uh, you know Schumacher's birthday today, and then Ken this morning. You know, it's it's terrible, but uh, for sure Ken was an uh, incredible man with uh, good uh, eyes for business and PR and marketing, and enormous passion for motorsport. And he worked very hard to be good, and and uh, he had done a fantastic uh, career in motorsport. For sure, like I think Oliver said, we have learned a lot from him, from how doing marketing and and, uh, and all this show and Jim Carnegie grid. It's so many things that he have achieved uh, by thinking outside the box and uh, by being a competitor in rallying and rallycross and Jim Carnegie grid with him. You know, it's uh, fantastic memories. How good a driver was he? Like we see what he can do in those Jim Carner videos, which looks, you know, absolutely insane at times. And he obviously he raced and competed in WRC when you were around. 
What was his skills like? You know, I, I think in rallycross he really impressed, uh, did really well. And Jim Carnegie, you know, the technical driving, it was fantastic to look at in, in, in so many different cars also. And also driving in the American Championship now this year, you know, he have, uh, yeah, very, yeah, done very impressive. So I think it's a guy that, uh, you know, maybe knew that he will never maybe be a world champion, but was very good at uh, and happy enough to, to compete and fight in the top in in many different types of motorsports. And uh, if, I, if I was a marketing company or, or a sport like rallying or whatever, it's a guy that I would have brought in straight away, you know, by with his people and try to create this um, thing that he have done, you know. It's, at the end of the day, it's, it's all about the people who's making the biggest difference. And you spoke to Oliver too. And of course, as you've mentioned, uh, we talked uh, about that Jim Carner 10 video where they raced on the snow and the ice together. Let's have a listen. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was crazy. And I mean, uh, we, t- we talked about a few different things when, when I was younger too, because he had his rallycross team and his rallycross cars and stuff. And, and we talked about maybe driving some rallycross, but, but in the end, they, they closed the program and then we did Jim Carner 10 instead uh, together. And yeah, I think I'm only or the only driver who have starred uh, in in one of his videos like that. So to do something together at the same time with him like that, it was just an, an amazing dream to me. It was absolutely great. And uh, you know, he's always had a close relationship with the family. I was babysitting his his daughters when when we were younger, and and uh, yeah, Ken has always been so friendly to me and so nice, and, and for sure he's been one of my biggest idols also. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's uh, very very sad. What was it about Ken that inspired you to to you know get into involved in rallying? Obviously, you had your father as well, but clearly he was uh, he was an impact on you as well. Yeah, no, it's it's just the, the, the he you know the the style and he was cool and it was he you know when I was young he was the inspiration of why I like rallying because you know he made it made it cool and it was action it was filming. And he made cool videos and and uh, more inspiring videos for younger people uh, to to look up to and and you know young people looking at rallying today maybe don't see it see it the same way but when he makes those kind of videos with the rally car you know you get even more interested uh, as a kid and uh, that was what I loved you know the the, the play and the fun and, and uh, he was always always so cool and, and friendly so. And we took a lot of pictures when I was a kid, and he was always very friendly and welcoming. So, of course, he was a, a big inspiration and a, a big idol. How important do you think those those videos have been for rallying? Do you like? Do you feel like you know? Without those, the younger generation might not be into into the sport, like in, interested in it. Yeah, I think so. To be honest, in a different way, uh, for sure, he brought brought the sport to the people and to the American market, and uh, also brought the rallying to a different kind of show and different kind of level. Same when he came into Rallycross. It, it, it just made it much bigger straight away because of all the action he makes with all the different videos. And it, that's what the young people love. And that's what uh, as I, as a kid, loved. This was the action, the slides, the jumps, the fire, all these kind of cool things that he made. And uh, and that's why he was my biggest idol, you know. In the rallycross, you know, I always came into his tent. Uh, it was always inviting, always very friendly. We sat talking, and 
And he, I, I just loved, loved his passion and his uh, openness, his, his kindness, you know. And, and that was what it was so fun and uh, his passion for this water. Is there a particular stunt that you'd like to be able to uh, sort of replicate or is it just too difficult to copy him? His stunts are so unique and so cool with the different shows he, he did, you know, and, and that's what uh, made him unique. He had his skills to be able to do it. And, and yeah, I, I think it would be fun to try to do it. But, uh, you know, I, I tried. It was very difficult when we did this Jukana 10 together uh, on, the, on the snow in, in Sweden. And he was going to jump over me and I was going to slide under him. But I think we did, we did it so many times to get that perfect shot. And it was uh, drifting beside each other. And you can just see that he had full control. And it was difficult to, to try to match it, you know. Uh, okay, especially as a 15-year-old at that time. But, but uh, you know, it was so inspiring uh, to be able to do such a video together. So it's just, uh, just very unique. Okay, well, we heard uh, Peter Solberg earlier, Tom, pay particular tribute to Ken's ability to tell a story to... You know, to market motorsport to a wider audience and to spread the message about rallying. Uh, just kind of final question from me to you, really. What legacy do you think he leaves on the world of rallying? His ability to to bring it to a wider audience through his Jim videos is, is something that the sport really needs to learn from, I think. And I think what Ken achieved with that will live long uh, in the memory of, of a lot of people. He's sort of marketing genius and his actual motorsport driving skill, the ability to combine the two to, to get the product that he delivered is remarkable and I think probably won't be beaten. Um, it's a it's a difficult act to follow now, isn't it? Um, so also, that, let's not forget he has his... Uh, his um, his wife and children that, that he leaves behind and, and he just sort of started to sort of really uh, inspire his children to the sport as well. So we may see some more more blocks on the scene in, in, in the future. But I think, yeah, just, uh, just the ability to sort of shine a light on perhaps a niche area of motorsport was will be Ken's legacy and, and I hope that he isn't forgotten and that the you know the sort of the rallying world sort of picks up the baton that, that has been dropped by, by Ken Block and takes it forward. Yeah, I was really, really interested to hear how Petter there talked about. He could have talked to so many things about Ken Block, about his driving skill, about his his desire to learn. And he, he knew he was never going to be a world champion uh, amongst the, the, the best of the best at the very top flight. Uh, but he could win rallies and could win series as well. But but Petter chose to single out his ability to take a message, take motorsport and take it particularly to younger audiences, but also uh, to just show it in a, in a way that made it exciting and and in an era before really, a, you know, a lot of series before, uh, and some series still don't do this very well, uh, grasped the power of social media, how he was doing that, and uh, just amazing to listen to. Well, look, Tom, thank you very much for joining us on the podcast today. You can email your thoughts uh, to us. It's podcast at autosport.com. You can also share your thoughts on social media as well if you use the hashtag autosportspodcast. Thank you very much for listening today, and we'll catch you on the next one.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. The Just Because deal. Hey, oh, what's this? Breakfast from Mickey D's. From me? Yep. Why? Because it's morning and you like McDonald's. Let's eat while it's hot. There's a deal for every act of kindness at McDonald's. You don't need a reason when the one and only hot and melty sausage McMuffin with egg is just two fifty. dollars Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.